You're listening to the Live Yes with Arthritis podcast, created by the Arthritis Foundation to help people with arthritis and the people who love them live their best lives. If you're dealing with chronic pain, this podcast is for you. You may have arthritis, but it doesn't have you. Here, learn how you can take control of arthritis with tips and ideas from our hosts and guest experts. Welcome to the Live Yes with Arthritis podcast. I'm Steve Taylor, President and CEO of the Arthritis Foundation. Today's episode is focused on the Arthritis Foundation's 75th anniversary and the 75 years of progress we have made. This is part one of our special podcast series honoring the Arthritis Foundation's hallmark anniversary, where we look back through the years with a couple of our superstar volunteers. Stan and Adrian Rubin may be the Arthritis Foundation's longest and most dedicated supporters. They were friends of movie star Jane Wyman, who lived with rheumatoid arthritis and was an avid supporter of the foundation. Stan, a former chair of the National Board of Directors, and Adrian, a longtime participant in the Arthritis Foundation's California Coast Classic, have been volunteer leaders for five-plus decades. They were instrumental in nationally televised Stop Arthritis Telethons hosted by Ms. Wyman and featuring other major celebrities like Lucille Ball, Bob Hope, Bing Crosby, Betty White, and Carol Burnett. These telethons flourished from the 1960s to the 1990s, raising money and awareness for the fight against arthritis. As the Arthritis Foundation marks our 75 years of progress this May, the Rubens are joining us today in this episode to talk about their involvement in our efforts to conquer arthritis, Stan's own battle with the disease, how far we've come in 75 years, and where they see the biggest challenges and promises over the next few years. So welcome, Stan and Adrian, to our podcast. Thank you. Absolutely. So I guess for each of you, how did you get involved in the organization? I'll start with you, Stan. Well, I was a young associate at the law firm uh, of Loeb and Loeb, where I am still uh, involved. And Joe Loeb, who was the founder of the firm, his wife had severe rheumatoid. As I was walking in the hallway one day, Joe said, you have 15 minutes. We have received a bequest from a donor. And uh, I was in the trust and estates department, and he wanted uh, some advice as to how to handle it. So that was, uh, I'd say, early 1960s. I had not yet had any surgical procedures for the arthritis I currently face. So that was just sort of accidental, an accidental tourist at that point, (laughs) and uh, ended up uh, starting the fundraising through bequests, and that has flourished and still flourishes, as I understand it. Oh, absolutely. For the Arthritis Foundation, it was definitely a happy accident to get you involved, Stan, because your legacy that you leave with us is the beginning of our bequest program, which is one of our most robust income lines for the organization, helping us deliver our research program. So truly appreciate uh, you called it an accident. We call it a happy accident by all means to uh, have you involved with the organization and starting that program from the beginning. So thank you so much. You're very welcome. I'm pleased to have been able to achieve that. So, Adrian, how did you get dragged into this crazy uh, thing called the Arthritis Foundation? Every year, there was the annual meeting in Los Angeles for the chapter at the time. And 
It was an important chapter in the Arthritis Foundation because this part of the country raised always a great deal of money. And the person who was in charge of the local area was Manny Loya. And Stan encouraged me to come to the annual meeting. So at the end of this meeting, Manny was saying, oh, by the way, I did the Arthritis California Coast Classic bike ride, and it was wonderful. We ride from San Francisco to Los Angeles. Now, I'm looking at this man who seemed about 40, 45, and he was at the time fairly portly, and I'm thinking, well, if he can do it, maybe I can do it. And at the time, I was in my 60s, but I was working. And then a few years later, I retired. So I decided to do the bike ride for the first time when I was 69 years old. And I just sent out a letter to everybody that I knew. And I said, I'm going to do a bike ride. Imagine that. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I hope you will donate. And the first year, I raised $13,000. I just kept asking everybody I knew to donate. I think the second year I went back because it's so much fun. And by the way, I never did the whole bike ride because I just couldn't. There are a lot of hills that I couldn't do, but they have ways to get around those hills and to continue doing what you can. Thank goodness for the vans. The vans that pick you up and and kind of skip you forward, help you save a few miles, but give you a little bit of rest in an air-conditioned environment and and definitely help you get over some of those hills, don't they, Adrian? Oh, it's fabulous. So I've been going back ever since. The second year, I think I raised $20,000. The third year, I may have raised $30,000. And then after that, I started really raising big money with the help of Stan around $100,000 a year from his clients and everybody else. And I've been doing it now 14 years. I'm getting a little older now, and my doctor's not so crazy about my doing the bike ride. But if I don't ride, I volunteer. It's pretty amazing. So Adrian, we appreciate not only the fundraising, but the motivation and support you give to others to show everyone that they can do it. And I must publicly thank you for sitting with me last year at lunch the day before to give me some tips because your tips were probably the best tips I got in regards to enjoy the scenery, take it in, stop and take pictures and how to enjoy the experience too. So I, I appreciate that. And we raised so much money. We raised over $1 million every year and it's fabulous this year the arthritis foundation recognizes 75 years of progress for the arthritis community 
Over the years, we've led the way in major achievements. From training rheumatologists, advancing joint replacements, and introducing biologics and other breakthrough treatments, to providing life-changing educational programs and resources, like this podcast, to successfully advocating for better health care policies and laws. All to improve quality of life for the nation's nearly 60 million adults and 300,000 children living with arthritis. Thank you for your support during 75 years of progress. And see how far we've come in our interactive timeline at arthritis.org slash history. Can we just jump back a little bit? I know you're friends with Jane Wyman. I went and did some research. I knew who she was. She's a you know Academy Award winner, three Golden Globes, two primetime Emmys. She was in Golden Age movies uh, like Johnny Belinda and The Blue Veil, A Magnificent Obsession, Pollyanna. And then more recently, people might know her from Falcon Crest, where she played Angela Channing uh, for nine years. But I know she had rheumatoid arthritis and you were close friends with her. Do you want to share a little bit about her battle with the disease? Well, Jane never spoke much about it. I represented her in a legal capacity. She always was very quiet about it, didn't talk about her problems with her disease either. Mm -hmm. She knew I had had it because of the surgical procedures that I had gone through. She was aware of them, and she uh, created a trust uh, for the benefit of uh, the Arthritis Foundation, close to three or four million dollars. And... She has been a real benefactor and spoke uh, all over the country on behalf of the Arthritis Foundation. Yeah, instrumental and and so supportive of the cause, helping for awareness, and then, of course, leaving such a legacy with her bequest as well. I know you just hinted at this, Stan, a little bit, but, um, you know, I know you've been living with osteoarthritis. I've been in your home and got to chat with you about it, but and you've had multiple surgeries. Do you want to share a little bit about your experience and what you've went through with your arthritis? I used to play golf, and I had to give that up after, I think, the fifth back surgery I had and five hip surgeries. And someone asked me, how do you have, you only have two hips. Well, they had done a uh, procedure at UCLA, which was a um, partial hip replacement. And and then I needed total hips when I lost my hip in Budapest, I believe. And uh, one thing I did learn that uh, while you can suffer, you can walk backwards. Now, that's a strange medical uh, phenomena because you don't have to pick up your hip. And here I was in New York City in the snow walking backwards. And uh, <laughs> that was a strange sight. But I, I've uh, looked at, I've had the five back surgeries, the five hip surgeries, two hand surgeries. So, Stan, what do you think has been the biggest you know, change in the arthritis for patients since you've battled with it for all your years, where do you think the best advancements have been made in education or awareness or research that you know about? I think the foundation has done an excellent job in portraying the problems and possible solutions. There was a book fair uh, last weekend at USC, University of Southern California's book fair, and it was phenomenal to see the numbers of people in the Arthritis Foundation had a booth to disseminate public information, and just to see how many people had walked by and said, oh my goodness, I have arthritis. We reached a lot of people. People were streaming by constantly both days. 
I was amazed at how many people came to the book fair. One of the books highlighted at our table, our exhibit was Diamonds and Scoundrels, which is written by our very own Adrian Rubin. Do you want to just share quickly, because I know you've helped us with proceeds from the sale of that book at the Earth Race Foundation. You've given it away as gifts for us. No matter what the Rubens do, they always think of the Earth Race Foundation in some way. But do you want to share a little bit about the book that you wrote, Adrian, as well? Thank you. The book, Diamonds and Scoundrels, is about my life in the jewelry business where I started from scratch, didn't know anything. I was naive. And of course, I listened and learned from everybody. And I believed even the bad guys who were giving me advice. And they did turn out to be scoundrels. Anyway, my book talks about how a person can get into a business they know nothing about and succeed if all it takes is really perseverance and tenacity. And yes, I'm very happy to give books away for donations to the Arthritis Foundation. And that is as true today as ever. So anyone who wants to make a donation to the Arthritis Foundation can ask for a copy of my book. I love the backgrounds of our volunteers because we have so many people involved with us with so many backgrounds. And to hear your stories about being in the jewelry business was amazing. We had other books on wellness and exercise, other books by volunteers and doctors and medical professionals that all have supported us as well at that book fair. But I do want to go back a little bit. Stan, do you want to share any memorable moments when you were board chair nationally that you remember things that you felt made great advancements that helped set us up for the future from when you were chair? I think that the foundation has uh, grown dramatically. I remember when when I first was involved, they could not find one pediatric rheumatologist in Las Vegas. It was a booming city and far greater now, but that was one of the things that we uh, we attempted to alleviate. It was the, the lack of rheumatologists throughout many of the remote parts of the United States. That's one of the things, one of the elements that I think we've done a much better job at. Yeah, we've come a long way, though. We still have a ways to go, and especially in the pediatric rheumatology space, there's a lot of parts of the country that are vacant without pediatric rheumatologists. And so we still support fellowships and programs to place pediatric rheumatologists in those markets the best we can. Adult rheumatology made a huge change in the past many years as well, because again, they were not everywhere to be found. And we've done way better with the adult rheumatology workforce, making sure that they are out there and accessible. But pediatric rheumatology continues to be our fight uh, because the kids and the families deserve access to treatment, access to providers. The most uh, moving example of uh, a volunteer seeing the children in the the camps that we support. Mm-hmm. See those kids, they used to come in wheelchairs and they put the wheelchair in the swimming pool for some children who were really severely impacted by arthritis. That was uh, such a moving experience to see how these kids who could now have a friend, because the, the other child right next to them was suffering the same thing, getting infusions from medical staff that were volunteering at the camps. Very moving, very effective. 
delivering treatment to these children who had absolutely no one else to share with. I think what's moving is your comment about the wheelchairs you know, how far we've even come with that, as you both know, if you see a picture of the campers today versus the campers of the 60s or the 50s or the 70s, you'll see a lot more kids in wheelchairs and walkers and canes back in the 60s and 70s than you do today, which means progress has happened, although still more treatments need to be developed for those kids. But we still offer the camps even today, because it's so important. And I've met so many teenagers and college students and older that went to camp many, many years ago and still have best friends from that camp. And that connection alone is priceless. It was just to see these children that could relate to someone similarly situated and trying to overcome the same problems that each of them faced. The Arthritis Foundation's Live Yes Connect groups are peer-led, volunteer-run support groups that bring people together for fun and informative events and activities. They offer a place of understanding and encouragement and cover all kinds of topics. Find your tribe at connectgroups.arthritis.org. Adrian, what is your favorite memory of the California Coast Classic? I always like going back to that. Pick a moment that you remember. Start line, finish line, along the course, a story meeting somebody. What do you think it is? Well, when I first started with uh, Manny, who told me he was going to be my mentor for my birthday, my 69th birthday, I bought a bike. and. Actually, it had too many gears, if there's such a thing. It had like 30 gears, and I wasn't sure how to operate them all. And so I took lessons. But anyway, on the bike ride, and even during practice, the chain would come off because I wasn't gearing properly, switching the gears. Anyway, on this bike ride with Manny, He's mentoring me, remember? But he's way behind me. And I'm constantly waiting for him to catch up. And then one time, we started out together on a flat road. And I'm pedaling normally. And he's spinning his wheels like crazy. And I said, Manny, You're spinning your wheels. You need to gear up. So he did. He geared up. It was a flat road. And he said, oh, that's so much easier. So instead of his being my mentor, I became his mentor. And then, of course, what he did for me later on, many months later, he gave me a little doll. You know, a bobblehead doll. Oh, yes, yes. With my face and my body on a bike. And then it said, best mentor. I think that was what it was. Best mentor, yep. Mm -hmm. Yes. Talk about your bronze sneaker that you have, because such a cool statue that you have from your time at CCC. Thank you. I did have an accident a week before the bike ride. I went and got an x-ray. The doctor said, you will be fine. There's nothing broken. I got on the ride 
I couldn't do it. I was riding with one foot. But I did about 200 miles out of the 500 riding with one foot. And when the ride was over, I went to the doctor and I said, you got to do better than this because I'm not getting better. So I went to a different doctor. He took a bunch more x-rays and he said, yes, your foot was broken. And you did that bike ride with a broken bone. Mm. And that's when Manny decided to give me a bike shoe. He bronzed it. And he said, ankle of steel. I think you proved that you have an ankle of steel for sure to get through that bike ride. So that was amazing. Talking about awards, Stan, you are a past Harding Award winner, which is our largest volunteer award of the Arthritis Foundation. But how was it when you won the Harding Award? And what does the Harding Award mean to you as a past recipient? It's very rewarding to receive the award. It's a recognition of your contribution to the foundation. One of the reasons I'm still involved with the foundation, because it's just a a warm, non-politically oriented group of fine individuals. I agree. You're amongst great company in those award winners, for sure. And they are remarkable individuals. Jane Wyman being one of the first to receive a Harding Award many years ago. I want to go back to the telethons. What memories do you both have from those telethons? I mean, did you go to them? Did you get to hang out with the people that I mentioned earlier in the introduction? Very fine memories. Jane and I, believe, became closer and there was a lot of humor involved when somebody at two in the morning that was obviously inebriated would make a very substantial contribution. And of course, they wanted the taxi to come and pick it up. And there was a one moving moment I'll never forget when a child He had a bag of currency, all coins, no dollar bills. And he presented it on the telephone to Jane. And it was really very, very moving. It was a wonderful event. And I'm sorry we don't have kind of exposure because that was a, a terrific methodology of reaching out. Not only was there donations made, there were a lot of explanations as to what funds were needed and how they were spent and, you know, where were we going. And we also televised how important it is to think about giving money in your will Mm. and in giving a donation as part of your will or your trust, if you have established a trust. Adrian, do you have any backstage fun memories you remember going to them and being there with the celebrities and other patients and volunteers? Well, sometimes when a celebrity would call in and one of us volunteers would get the call and then you would ask them, please hold on for Jane. And then we would tell Jane, look, we're pretty sure this is the real celebrity. So come take this call. And she would. Oh, wow. That was always fun. I wish we had telethons these days, but they just don't have the ratings that they used to. And I miss them myself only because I do think they do increase awareness. The costs are prohibitive because of the cost of media. You and Jane helped to get all these other celebrities involved in the organization. Inspiring for sure. And took a lot of work, I'm sure, for you and Jane and others to do, I would suppose. Right, Stan? Yep, it was. It was a big payoff to be able to have these 
personalities come on the air and promote the foundation. Bob Hope always showed up. Amazing. Don't miss the ride of a lifetime this fall. The California Coast Classic is a special Arthritis Foundation fundraiser, an iconic bike tour from San Francisco to Los Angeles, along the scenic Pacific Coast Highway, and among waves, woods, and wineries. You can also support the event from anywhere through the Arthritis Challenge Experience, or ACE. See what it's all about and sign up at californiacoastclassic.org. Looking to the future, what do you think is your hope for the future for arthritis and arthritis patients? I'm not looking for a silver bullet because I don't think one exists. But the, the early detection of the disease and then the subsequent treatment certainly makes life a lot easier. And the surgical procedures have advanced dramatically. I remember my first hip, I had 10 days in the hospital. Now it's about 10 minutes. By the time they're getting up and asking you to walk around, the length of the incision is indicative of what's happened because they've shortened those incisions to about two inches or three inches. Amazing progress that's been made. Yeah, and exciting about progress for the future for that too. I mean, even just the advancements made in physical therapy, surgery, post-surgery, pre-surgery. I mean, so many things have changed in the time you've had surgery, as you're hinting. The Arthritis Foundation is looking forward to, you know, leaning into advancing even more, especially around osteoarthritis. And of course, we have all the other forms of arthritis that we're focused on as well. Adrian, what is your hope and expectation for the future for arthritis patients? What would you love to see? Well, I would love to see everybody, of course, donate, but not just donate, but become involved in any way that they can in the Arthritis Foundation. And there is a phone number that people can call if they want to get involved or if they have questions about where to go or what they can do for their own arthritis. Absolutely. And they can call our helpline, which is 1-800-283-7800. That's 1-800-283-7800. And our helpline volunteers, and we have bilingual staff, so Spanish or English, you can call, talk to a volunteer, not only to volunteer, but you can also call to learn about your disease to get information sent to you either via email or hard mail uh, so that you can get information about the various forms of arthritis you have, be connected with other support groups and other things that we have available for you. But of course, they can also connect you if you want to learn about local events and or volunteering, because as we say at the Arthritis Foundation, we are powered by our volunteers. Without the power of our volunteers, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. Not just the bike ride, but we have walks. People can come to a walk in their area, in their part of the country, and become involved that way. Yeah, each spring we have over 50 Walk to Cure Arthritis events. Each December we have 50 plus Jingle Bell Run events. And of course, California Coast Classic, we have local golf events and galas. And I always tell people, even if you just want to test the water, show up at a walk or a Jingle Bell Run and just stop in and see us and get to meet people. And you don't have to necessarily participate the first time you show up. Just come on and join us to learn more about arthritis. And you can go to arthritis.org to find all this information as well. And you can search there for local events 
and see where something might be coming to your town and get involved. Is there anything I missed with the two of you before I kind of wrap up my closing comments? Well, I think you've covered the waterfront. (laughs) I know anyone listening to this podcast will fall in love with Stan and Adrian as I have, as I've had time to spend with them. Not only are they remarkable individuals with their personal backgrounds and professions that they both had, a lawyer and a jeweler, amazing stories, but their years of service to the Arthritis Foundation. I mentioned how the Arthritis Foundation is volunteer powered and Stan and Adrian are surely turbo boosters for this organization. They have helped us propel this organization forward since they've been involved for nearly five decades This was a great part one of our special podcast series honoring the Arthritis Foundation's 75th anniversary. Next, in part two, you'll hear from another awesome volunteer, Dr. Roland Bing Chang, who will share his thoughts about arthritis scientific research over the years and other observations he's had as a volunteer for the Arthritis Foundation. And in part three, you'll see how far we've come in supporting children with arthritis and their families who are challenged by juvenile arthritis and related childhood rheumatic diseases. For those that are interested in learning more, they can go to arthritis.org or they can call our toll-free helpline to learn more about getting involved or learning more about arthritis itself by visiting and calling 1-800-283-7800. So with that, Stan and Adrian, thank you for joining us on our Live Yes with Arthritis podcast. Truly, you've been wonderful guests. Thank you so much. And we'll see you at an event soon and probably at the bike ride this September. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. The Live Yes with Arthritis podcast is independently produced by the Arthritis Foundation. This podcast aims to help people living with arthritis and chronic pain live their best life. People like you. For a transcript and show notes, go to arthritis.org slash podcast. Subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. And stay in touch. 